Rugby wrap-up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Rugby Odds, starring former WWE champion John Bradshaw Layfield, God's gift to rugby, gift a Belu of the Gift Time Rugby Network, and featured guest, former NOLA Gold head coach Nate Osborne. Ladies and gentlemen, you know how it goes here. I do all the heavy lifting in the first half of the show while John Layfield and Gifte Beilu and frozen Nate Osborne, who can't even figure out his, his screen, it's just frozen, uh, they all just eat and fart in the green room, and I do the recap. But before we do that, we have to give Gift his wooden spoon for this week. We can't give it to him in person on the show because he'd be too upset. He's, he's in Brazil after all. So, Gift, here's your wooden spoon for this week. Now that that's out of the way, let's get to the recap. Last week, we started with Friday Night Lights in Seattle at Starfire Stadium as the Seawolves welcomed in the yet-to-win Nola Gold. The Gold saved their season, and the Seawolves are left ruining letting one get away. There is no truth, however, that Rucky the Seawolf and Broccoli Guy got into a bare-knuckle brawl over who didn't cheer enough, as Carl Meyer made six penalty kicks and a conversion in front of a hostile Seattle crowd. 20 points total for Carl Meyer, which was 96% of his team's 25 points. It was Seattle minus five. They don't cover as New Orleans wins 25-24 in a thriller. The Utah Warriors had their home opener, and they welcomed in the Dallas Jackals, the new kids on the block. And boy, was this a bad night for the Jackals. Utah was laying two touchdowns and 14 points and one in record-breaking fashion, 69-22. The 69 points, the most points scored in MLR history, and it was behind a hat-trick from Mika Cruze and two tries from his teammate Mikey Teo. Eight conversions on eight tries. Also very, very interesting to see. As Utah and Sean Pittman get back into the thick of things. Atlanta hosted the Houston Sabercats, and it was Atlanta favored by six. Oversimplifying things, the Sabercats didn't play defense for 80 minutes, and ATL rode a hooker hat trick to victory. The Sabercats, however, bolted out to a stunning lead off Smith's fortuitous try, but seconds into the match, but let one slip away, 29-22 Atlanta. In one of the league's most anticipated matches of the year, the Austin Gilgronies welcomed in their drink-named brothers, the L.A. Giltinis, the reigning champions, and the hosts were favored by four. Only in rugby would a 42-year-old fly half that hadn't played professionally since Barack Obama was president would step in and produce nine points, the only points in a half between these two giants. And that was accomplished by legend Oreni Ayi. He made rugby look easy and accounted for all the points in the first half, slotting three penalty goals as L.A. went into the shed on top on the road 9-zip. If you had said this would be the scenario to Steve Hoyles, the head coach of L.A., prior to the kickoff of this match, he would have backed away from you suspiciously the way people back away from John Bradshaw Lathefield 30 seconds after speaking with him. But bottle whatever Gilgroni's head coach Sam Harris said to the team in the locker room because they roared back with 22 unanswered points to take a 22-9 victory. 
Then it was New York's home opener in Hoboken, New Jersey, home of Frank Sinatra, and they welcomed in rival, the New England Free Jacks. It was New York favored by six, but New England, the T-Sippers are for real. Overcoming a 10-0 deficit, Bo Dean Waka and crew came back and won. 38-29, unbelievable exciting match for a sold out JFK Stadium in Hoboken. And the final match of the weekend had the San Diego Legion at home versus Old Glory DC. San Diego favored by 11 points and take away the first 20 minutes and Old Glory wins this one 12-7. Something to build on perhaps, but the final score, 24-12 San Diego. Let's take a quick break and bring in the guys. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. And we are back with John Bradshaw Layfield, Gifte Bailu, and a frozen Nate Osborne. But we are, we are told by our producers that he will be able to communicate with us so that we can get you his uh, picks and some actual input. But guys, we, we plot on. The show must go on because people want to hear what we have to say so they can pay their rent, pay their mortgages, and lose a lot of cash. So first one, one in four that- chance that we get Nate froze and we lose. We could have had you froze. That would, it would make me gift and Nate so freaking happy. And here's what we can do. I got an idea. We're going to freeze you and then tell you that we're going to bring you back in like 20 years, but then don't bring you back. Just like let it thaw out. So you're going to tease me with a freeze, you're going to freeze tease me. Yeah, we're going to freeze, freeze tease you, freeze okay. you, and then just like leave you outside the freezer one day. Let's get on with the show. The first, the first one up, it's Atlanta at home, and it's Austin minus six on the road, John. Two weeks in a row, Austin plays an incredible second half and don't show up in the first half. Uh, these guys figure out they start the game uh, earlier. They're going to be quite good. I think they're the best team in the league, and I think they roll you in. You mean like time on the like time like start the game at ten a.m. Is that what you mean? No, I'm saying that if Austin realized you could actually play in the first half, not just the second half, they'd be actually pretty good. Actually, I think they're the best team in the league, and I think they go into Atlanta and run Rick Shaw. Rick Shaw. They rolled them boys. They rolled them boys. That's oh. what they're going to do. They rolled <laughs> them boys. So you're picking you're picking Texas Texas over Georgia. You dang right I am. Every day of the week. All right, Gift. That's tough to follow, Gift, but you got to do it. I mean, you know, he's like uh, he's like Lenny Bruce. Not. Go ahead. Who you what what do you got here? This is this generation Shakespeare. I'm here for it. All right. Preach those words. Preach those words. <laughs> Look. Yo, this awesome team, I agree, is the best team. I said it last week. I said it the week before. Best team in the MLR. But they just played their biggest rivalry game this weekend. And they've been looking for this game. I look for them to actually have a slump game. Not a loss, but they're going to keep it close with Atlanta. And Atlanta's going to try and bounce back from last week. Um, you know, even though they ended up beating, you know, the Houston close, but it was a close game. I look at Atlanta trying to take it over. Nate is frozen on the screen, but he is able to communicate to me a little bit. Okay, that's pretty interesting. He's saying that Atlanta 
is going to win. He's saying it's going to be a big letdown uh, for uh, the Gilgronis on the road. So what that leaves me with, with his wisdom, because he's got the best record out of the four of us this season so far. I'm just right behind him. Uh, and uh, I'm going to have to You're say. Right behind Stephen Lewis, too. I'm going to have to ignore John's. Like your shoes are coming out his hindquarters. That is so sophomoric of you. That is just so immature. Yes. 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 It is. Yes. Terrible. Terrible. So I am going to ignore this onslaught and go ahead as a professional and pick Austin. I think Austin's going to do it. I think Austin's going to do it, but they're not going to do it by six. I think Atlanta is going to make it closer than six. So I'm taking the points with Atlanta. How about them apples? You like apples, John? I thought so. Next one up, New England versus Toronto. The Free Jacks with their home opener. The Toronto Arrows coming off a bye week. And it's tough to pick this one, but New England is minus six, John. Your head looks like an apple. It's just like it's not red and it doesn't have a twig sticking out of it, but your head looks like an apple, like a rotten apple. Whoa, that's just that's just low blow. That's a low blow, Jethro. Come on. Let's get on with it. T-Sippers at home, minus six versus the Arrows. Could it be the, the Free Jackals? Could it be well, the Free Jackals? Are you, well, I, let's just hear you, you know, slam the country of Toronto. Go ahead, slam these nice people. Go ahead. Toronto is not a country, dummy. Listen, Mr. <laughs> Photographer. Amerigo Vespucci. It's not a country. Isn't it no, a state? It's, not a country. it's a state. Canada is a country, and they are our friends. They Canada are is the 51st state. It is not. They are a sovereign nation. They are our friends. They like moose, they like curling, and they like Molson. That's a little strange with the curling, but the moose and the Molson, I'll go with it. They drink the bats. And I bats. that they go into the tea sippers, and the tea sippers run rickshaw. They rolled them boys. All right. So he sippers look good, man. The T sippers look good. And I think uh, Toronto, they're a lot better than what we thought. Uh, at least I thought they were. I think they're a good team, but I think the T sippers win it right. by, by a full try. So I, I take, lay the points. T sippers. T sippers by, by, by over six. He's saying, Gip, what about you? This is a tough one for you to pick because you don't really, you're not fond of Canadians and you're not fond of New Englanders. But that being said, look. The Free Jacks, no doubt. Free Jacks, not Free Jackals, not Jack Dallas, Free Jacks. Free Jacks, just on their own, have been on a roll. And typically, I would say they were going to go down, especially after a big win against their rival in New York, who sucks in New Jersey for some reason. But I look at them to be able to continue this. Toronto, you're too inconsistent. I don't know who you are yet. You are what Houston seems to be becoming. I look at the Free Jacks, take the points and the win, and then try to bail out next year. All right, let's go to Nate, who, again, is still frozen, if you're just joining us. Nate is saying to me in my earpiece that Toronto is going to win this one. They're well-rested. They're better than what people say. And New England is going to be drained from all these tough matches on the road, and they're going to disappoint the home crowd. And it's he's saying Toronto is going to win this one by two. Oof, I don't know. I don't know. I, I got to I gotta disagree with him, and I got to pick the Free Jacks. The T-Sippers impressed me against New York in Hoboken, the home of Frank Sinatra, and I think they're going to win this one by seven. That's what I think. You know what? I'm changing that. I'm picking 
New England to win, but it's going to be closer than that. It's going to be like a three-point victory. Toronto's going to play him tough. And if you agree with Nate, by the way, you go money line here, which has got to be plus 250, plus 300. You get two and a half, three, three to one on your money. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. Next one up, guys. We've got to give you the hook. Dallas versus Nolans. Dallas at home. Two, uh, two teams that really desperately need this win. New Orleans just to stay in, in contention, and Dallas just to, to get off the schneid, as they say. New Orleans, minus six on the road, John. Yeah, this is tough because sooner or later, Dallas is going to play well. They they have not yet. They had one game there, I think their second game, where they played pretty well. Actually, the first game when they played Austin, they, they put up some points. Uh, but I, I think Nollins is uh, starting to come around, and I think Nollins is going to roll into the great state and come away with a win for Marie Laveau and Voodoo. Are they in the back line? You dang right they are. Marie right. Laveau is always in the back line. So is the Voodoo. All right, Gift, I'm going to pass this over to you, and you can give me what you think about this one. New Orleans, your team on the road in Dallas. Hey, look, look, there's never going to be a time in any life that I'm going to bet against New Orleans in back-to-back weeks. I'm not even going to say other stuff, all right? It's going to be New Orleans win point New Orleans. I'm sorry. They're not going to lose to the Jackets. You're not losing to the newest teams. Too much experience. And if you do, that's dangerous. Nate spoke to the guys for the, for the gold. He says that they are – the morale is high – they understand that they this is a must win as much as anything else in their season is. This one, they have to beat Dallas. They have to p- play well because then they're going to go into New York. And he's also, he's also, okay, he's also saying that he gave his hat to Kane Thompson, the coach that replaced him, his former assistant coach, and he's wearing the Nate Osborne hat, and that's why they won in Seattle. That's why they won, and they're going to win big against Dallas. So Nate is saying... New Orleans winning big against Dallas, and I can't disagree with them. After watching Dallas last week, what do you say in the locker room? Uh, well, that one ruck changed the complexion of the whole match. No, that's not what you say. You 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 have to reboot, and you got a desperate New Orleans team that is finding its way. New Orleans is going to win this one big. All right, next one up, we got Houston at home, the Sabercats out of Eve Stadium, and first bringing in, in Seattle. Seattle coming off that heartbreaking loss, and it's Seattle on the road, though, minus three, because the Sabercats, who are they? Who are they, John? They're a team that blew a game last week is who they are at home in one of the best home atmospheres in all of Major League Rugby. They blew it. And now they got to go down to God bless Texas to another great home venue with the Houston. And I think Houston is going to roll them boys. Roll them boys is what I think they're going to do. All right. Okay, there you have it. John doubling down on Texas this weekend. Gip, what do you got? I don't know the stroke that you just said right there, but I'm going to guess we're still talking about Houston and Seattle over here. I'm going to say, look, Seattle – Disappointed. They went back to the Seattle that I knew best. Broccoli people all over again. Sabercats have been annoying me lately. I look at this as being the recut, the re-rise of the Houston Sabercats. Get back to what you know. Get back to the basics. Win your game. Do not make me look stupid. Houston's going to take the points. Seattle, I, I don't care. Right. Nate is saying it was – Nate's saying Seattle on the road – they're better than what they showed last week. And he said there was apparently a, uh, a brawl, a fist fight between rookie, the Seawolf and broccoli guy. 
and about who was, wasn't cheering enough. So there's that. So I guess and he's sticking with Seattle, minus three on the road. I don't know who Houston is, the Sabercats. They, they didn't play defense for 80 minutes last week, oversimplifying it. But they're at that. They're at home again. It's a great stadium. But Seattle surprised us on the road in San Diego. I think Seattle bounces back. Seattle wins this one on the road. Seattle covers the spread. Ah, next one up, New York hosting San Diego. We just spoke about San Diego. And it's New York minus three at home, John. New York got exposed. I mean, I just thought that uh, they, they blew a lot of opportunities and they did not hold home court. And, and I think they're going to do it this week. I mean, I think New York is a very good team. They did not look good uh, this past week They when they were tested. Uh, it was the first time really to be tested like that. You come off a loss like that, you find out how good a team really is. I think we'll find out that New York is a good team. I think head up on a neutral field, this is a toss-up. But at home, after New York loses, I think New York wins this. All right, Gift, how do you follow that? I know you, you, you hate Sididi, Los Angeles, and you, and you can't stand New York, despite the fact that you're from New Jersey. Whoa, 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 whoa. We will not put these lines out there, all right? Whoa, whoa. Louisiana, from Iowa, New Jersey. Jersey. No New Jersey in that one. From New Jersey, and right now he's in Bayonne. He's not in, even in Brazil. He's in Bayonne. <laughs> uh, see, see, this is, I was going to be kind about this, but now I have no choice. You know what? I should have known the moment that New York was going to go to New Jersey to play that they were going to lose. They did that last year. They did that two years prior to that. They cannot play in New Jersey and win. They do not do well in New Jersey. I will go. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know what? You know what? You don't even know your own team. You don't. They won eleven games last. They won eleven. They're three and one. area. Yeah. You lost when it mattered. You are one and three, in my opinion, when it comes to being in New Jersey. Nothing. Terrible in New Jersey. Terrible in New Jersey. So playing in New Jersey reverses your your win-loss record. New York is still going to be able to take this because, look, it's San Diego. I don't know what this team is still going to be, but New York is going to bounce back after getting shellacked in a rivalry game. The key is it's a rivalry game, so it doesn't really count the same. In San Diego, hey, this is what happens whenever you go back in time. So you get the advantage of being able to have that extra bit of rest. New York with the points, but, you know, yeah. Hey, I do I, that reluctantly. Listen, New York lost an exciting game at home to an underrated Free Jacks team. And I don't think anybody's going to underrate the Free Jacks, right, any, going forward. They have a very good back line. They've got arguably the best player in the, in the league right now in Bodine Walker. And, you know, they got beat. Nate, he is saying he is saying New York is going to he, New York's going to win this one by ten. He says. So I'm going to go That's with said. I'm going to go with the coach. I'm going to say I think New York is no, going to win this one. You're going with Steve Lewis. New York's going to win this one by eight, eight points. It doesn't matter who said it. You're going with Steve. You've never picked against New York. L.A. rounds out our, our round, and L.A. minus three. Versus Utah, the Mountain Men, who put 69 points on the board last week, are an, are an underdog, John. Yeah, I worry about what the Mountain Men are going to do when they come down off the mountain because they, they played such a great game last week. I know they overmatched Dallas, but they were upset. They wanted to win a big game, and they won a huge game, set a record of, of how many points scored. Now they're going to play L.A., who should be a little bit uh, chaffed that they lost to Austin. I think Austin was a better team. But they, they got killed in the second half. 
I think that's going to wear on those guys, and I think L.A. is going to play much better, and I think L.A. is going to beat the Mountain Men. By more than three points? Yes, by more than three points. Gift? L.A. hasn't been the same since they lost their coach, but the Mountain Folk, ah, these Mountain Folks know how to disappoint you when it matters most. I can't, it's so hard to be able to pick in this game. But I'm looking at a weakened LA. This isn't this isn't LA 2021. This is this is LA 1996. All right. This is LA just completely right before moving to St. Louis. This is LA just dropping. LA Galaxy, you can maybe as well say. Because I look at the what, uh, what, oh, L- what LA franchise are you? Like the Spartans. <laughs> what LA franchise? Like the Spartans. What L.A. team are you talking about that moved to St. Louis? Don't worry about it. The point is Utah is coming in, and they're taking the win. They're taking the win. They're finally going to stop disappointing when it matters. All right, and he agrees with you, and he is agreeing with you in a big way. He is saying Utah is going to win this one by nine. Wow. And just to end this, I'm I'm picking Utah to win this one. And I don't feel good about it, but I'm picking Utah to win this one. But we've got to take a quick break because we have a bonus for you guys. We're going to give you the Six Nations picks like we did the ad-lib that time. And we've even got Frozen Nate Osborne with us for that, too. So don't go away. We'll be right back. I've been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has a taste on the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. And we've got this lightning round of Six Nations picks where the guys are just going to, I'm going to tell you what the matches are and the point spreads, and the guys are going to rattle off the picks. All right, we've got England plus one and a half at Twickenham versus Ireland. Wales at home getting nine and a half from France. And we've got Italy at home getting 19 from Scotland. John, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say you're awful and give shit host. You're like trying to be Barbara Walters. When we go to commercial break, the stuff you edit out, you're actually entertaining. You're actually almost human. You're almost likable. Not likable, but you're almost likable. Bawa, you bawa. And all of a sudden, oh, look at me. I'm Lester Holt. I'm a big-time CNN announcer. Look at me. And he's with NBC, dummy. Baba Wawa and Lester Holt. Excellent. Now give us your picks. All right. Scotland is going to go into Italy like a Berlusconi at a bunga bunga party. And they're going to roll them boys. They're going to roll them boys. Scotland looked terrible last week. St- a couple weeks ago, Stuart Hogg even dropped a pass. The captain himself, legendary player, dropped a pass. That would have been a try. They're going to make up for it. And they're going to roll them boys. And then England, Twickenham, Irish are coming in and they're invading. And they hate each other. It's like Texas, Oklahoma. I think England holds court. Like Federer at Wimbledon. They go to hold court, and the French are on a mission from God. This is divine, and this is holy, and they gonna run Rick Shaw on the Wells, boys. All they right, all, so- I'm telling you, 
So those teams that you named, you're giving those points. Gift. Yo, how do you follow on that? By doing this. Look, Scotland and Italy. It's a battle of the two rolling hills. All right, the greens of the area. But you know what? Italy is a guaranteed win going to Scotland on that one. Well, we're going to go down into that little tiny country with the dragons. And look, France has been known. They had the prince. I don't know if you guys know that story. The prince of the dragon, and he goes up to the mountain, and he goes and takes out the dragon, comes down, gets the princess, because that's what France is like. I cannot believe I have to say I'm rooting for France. Nobody wants to root for France. I died a little bit on the inside. It's like rooting for Canada again. But France is about to take this one, get the point in that one against Wales. And then, of course, of course, the final battle. This is the fake William Wallace versus literally everybody's hated team. Look at this one. I see the leprechaun. I know what. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to hit the stereotype. The leprechauns are coming in with the magic. They're going to continue. Put the beat down on England in Twickenham in front of 60,000 people. Make them feel like, hey, maybe we should have put an NFL game in this one instead of done this Six Nations instead because hey, I can't root for England. And I, I, I can't. I can't in any way, shape, or form. And Frozen Nate Osborne is going with Ireland, France, and Scotland. And he has nothing further to say on the matter. I got Scotland. Yeah, go, ahead. go ahead and piss off all our English fans. Go ahead. Say anybody but England because you got this xenophobic attitude. You don't like anybody ain't born in Emerald Isle. Meanwhile, you Slow down. Born. Slow down. First I'm, first, I'm going Bayon out of order like you two went out of order, and I'm going to go with the Scotland-Italy match. And it's 19 points for that Scotland's land going into Italy, but they notoriously go out and eat pasta and drink wine the night before. I think Italy's going to keep it within 19 points. So when you face... Next one up, my Irish, I'm a dual citizen of Ireland. You think I'm going to pick England? What are you, out of your mind? Ireland's going to win that one by at least 10 points. That's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Gift Day Bailu. Thank you, John Bradshaw Layfield. And thank you, Frozen Aid Osborne. And thank you for tuning in. I said that already, but really, thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Please check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby Highlights opinion show with a mystery guest and our college rugby wrap-up. And please sign up for our newsletter. And please, please, please sign up for our rugby wrap-up American Red Cross blood donor team.